0: Welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Jeff Harding. I'm sitting in for Kyle Case, who's out of the town today. Joining me in studio is Derek Campbell. Derek, how are you doing?
1: I'm pretty fantastic, Jeffrey. How are you? Well,
0: you're looking pretty fantastic. What well, else thanks. can you say?
1: Well, I don't know. My mom says <laughs> I have the face for radio, so here we are.
0: Yeah, my mom has said the same thing. No, my mama doesn't. She, she She's blinded. <laughs> she thinks that I have a face for television, but, you know, we all know I have
1: a face for radio. <laughs> Well, thanks for having me today.
0: Well, it's great having you here, uh, and you, I know you'll do em- admirably sitting in my desk, my chair. Yeah,
1: I'll keep it warm for you, and
0: I'll keep Kyle's warm for him. Yeah. All right. So, Derek, have you given much thought to staying healthy as you age?
1: You know, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I have. <laughs> I'm glad you had an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I started exercising, and uh, the last month or so month and a half has been extremely difficult my life has taken a little change yes it and, has uh, so i'm finding it harder to find that time
0: just just so just sharing what uh, derek's talking about he had a uh, his fourth his wife had their fourth child just last month and and their world has changed the midnight feedings the the lack of sleep the changing diapers and all that kind of stuff yeah is it's coming a little back topsy-turvy to yeah well a lot. Of, I've been thinking a lot about it, too, and the older I get, the more I think about it. There's a blogger named Sarah Stevenson who's given giving us five suggestions for healthy aging. The first is watch your stress level. Debilitating stress can have negative effects on our health as uh, later in life. A February study in the Journal of Gerontology found that adults who reported greater work stress in midlife were more likely to show disabilities and physical difficulties in older age. Oddly enough, though, a little stress can be good for us. If you never have to react to anything demanding, the me- mechanisms in your brain that help you deal with taxing situations will atrophy, according to scientists at the National Institute on Aging. So you need to strike a balance between too much stress and not enough.
1: Yeah, and how much does that affect us? I mean, that's a that's a pretty powerful, uh, pretty powerful uh, point. There,
0: it really is, especially when you consider the debilitating effects later in life so you really want to avoid the mega stress yeah and then you mentioned the second one stay physically active if you don't use it you lose it so you, you really need to stay physically active and it, there's something empowering to be able to do stuff that you did as a young person as you get older and some people are actually in better shape as they get older than they were in midlife and we, we see that in the games especially people oh, who, yeah. who pick up to pick up a sport later in life
1: yeah for sure when you compare yourself to the athletes and their results and the records and. It quite frankly makes me feel way <laughs> out of line and out of shape. Yeah, I, so. I can
0: relate to that. The next one is plan for your later years. As we live longer, according to uh, Psychology Today's website, as we increase our life expectancy, we have an amazing opportunity for personal growth because people live longer and have greater with greater independence. We can plan our futures more actively. So as you're looking, what do I want to be able to do when I'm 60, 70, 80? Of course, wow. for me, 60 is this year. Is it really? It is. So wow. 60, 70, 80. I didn't 80. realize that. Yeah, I'm, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> that hill is, I'm picking up Stevens as I go down the hill. So you need to start planning now. So if you want to be, if you want to be able to do certain things, you need to plan for it. If you want to be able to play softball, you need to pick up the ball and start throwing. If you want to be able yeah. to play bridge, you need to start playing bridge so that you get your mind in that, in that direction.
1: Yeah, my dad and I went to the uh, the world horseshoe competition here right. yesterday uh, that was hosted here in st. George at the Dixie Center and he's been talking about pitching horseshoes and getting mm-hmm. into it and some of the guys he talked to said you know you just have to pitch every day go out for a half hour an hour and start pitching and get yourself into the into the habits of it so so
0: basically what we were just talking about
1: yeah that's interesting.
0: The next one is be socially engaged. Now that means we need to maintain connection with people, not on social me- media or social network sites, but in real life, as it were, person to person. Need to talk to people in the flesh. Yeah.
1: We
0: need to maintain those relationships.
1: So not just not not texting just texting and thumb relationships.
0: Yeah, not, and no posts on Facebook or Instagram <laughs> photos. we were actually talking, socially, socializing with people.
1: Go break some bread and that kind of good stuff. Enjoy yeah. a good conversation.
0: And the last thing is rethink the idea of older age. It used to be, and and so much of media is telling us that as we get older, our bodies are going to fall apart, our minds are going to stop working. Well, there will be some changes in life, and we need to just accept the fact that things are going to change, and and plan for it, and expect it, and not be afraid of it, and embrace the changes that are happening, because there's something about a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're sure that you're going to have a broken body by the time you're 60, you'll have a broken body by the time you're 60. Yeah,
1: interesting. Well, we talk a little bit in the office about uh, the senior years. What does the, the word senior mean? Mm-hmm. You know, high school and, and university, what does a senior do? They relax a little bit, they have fun, and they get the work done. They get ready for the next level. Yeah, and in life, that's kind of uh, very true. I think that uh, I think that correlates into life as well. Seniors in life find that as, yeah. they're able to relax and have fun. So, all right. Well,
0: so I think those are some good tips from Sarah Stevenson. And now we're, we're going to be visiting with one of our great athletes. We're going to be visiting with Wanda Newsom from Texas. Wanda, are you there?
2: Yes, sir. I sure am. Well, Wanda, how are you? Oh, just fine, trying to stay cool. It's 103 degrees down here in Taylor, Texas. Well, we're
0: about 100 degrees here, too, so we can co-commiserate.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) Only we have a dry heat. (laughs) Relatively.
2: Uh, Airs is kind of, sometimes it's dry and sometimes it's a little bit on the moist side, but uh, we get through it. It's supposed to be about 105 or 107 Saturday, so... We'll see what
0: happens then. I think you'll beat us because we're not supposed to be quite that warm. So what did you think of those tips for active aging, for aging well?
2: I think think it was ideal. And uh, what most people don't understand is that they do need to get out and be active every day, not just sitting around saying, oh, I hurt. I can't do that. I find that if I sit down and I do hurt, the best thing for me to do is get up and start doing something. Yeah. and by the time I say past 15 20 minutes I'm okay
0: I uh, well and I agree with you and if, I find I'm gonna hurt if I sit down or not so might as well do something
2: that's right that's right that's <laughs> the best thing to do is get up and stir about and like there's no such thing as old age that's just kind of like in your mind it's just like you're like you're Regular chronological age. It's just, you know, whatever you think you feel like, that's what you're going to do.
0: Well, that's right. Now, Wanda, we know you because you've been coming to the games for about eight years now, right?
2: uh, Yes, sir. This uh, coming October will be my eighth year.
0: So, but we'd like our audience to know a little bit about you. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about where you're from and where you grew up and your family and so forth.
2: Okay, I grew up in a small town called Resol, which is south of Waco, Texas. And I graduated from there in 1958, and I have uh, five brothers, and um, it was like uh, a small community that I was raised in, But and there wasn't only like uh, 23 people in my graduating class.
0: Twenty-three and people. right now,
2: yeah, 23. That's how many I had in and, my history uh, class. <laughs> there was, yeah, 23 in the senior class. Right now there's about six of them that have passed away, so not many of us are left. But uh, I think that I'm the only one that really does any kind of sports and, you know, try to get out and meet people and all. And mm-hmm. I do uh, target archery, 3D archery, and then I also belong to the Texas throwers, and that's where that we throw the hammer, the javelin, the discus, the shot, the weight and the superweight, and occasionally I run the 50-meter and the 100-meter. But normally my main sport is archery, and so uh, I just recently returned from the National Senior Games and won my seventh medal, and it was kind of odd. It was my first day of competition was on June the 7th, which was my 77th birthday, <laughs> and that was my 7th National Senior Games and then my 7th National Medal. Well, so sounds like 7 is your was lucky number. It a pretty number. historic day for me.
1: Yes. That's great. So, well, Wanda, with,
2: um,
1: why don't you tell us just hi. a little bit of the difference between a 3D archery and target archery for those listening who, who maybe don't know the differences. Just a brief, uh, brief description and then uh, let us know why you chose archery or why it chose you.
2: Okay, uh, a target archery is where that you're shooting at either um, ten ring colored target, which is under the USA Archery, and then if you were shooting the National Field Archery of the NFAA, it's usually a blue ring target with a white center spot. And where that the National Senior Games, we shoot two days of target archery, which would be we shoot six arrows. Uh, one time at five ends, what we call five ends, 30 arrows at 60 yards at a 122 centimeter target, and then after that, we move it up to 50 yards and do the same, and then move it to 40 yards and do the same. Okay, and then, like I said, whatever you know, we do the two days, well, that is you know, uh, whether we win first, second, third, or whatever, but anyway, uh, we have like 90 any arrows that we're trying to get on that target.
1: So that's kind of like, uh, in layman's terms, that's kind of like Robin Hood archery. Yeah. Okay. So how does that differ from Uh, 3D? What is 3D archery? Okay, 3D
2: is where normally you're shooting at uh, animal um, targets. You might have one that might be, say, uh, 20 yards away, or you might have one that's like 40 to 45 yards away. And there and at the games in St. George, they have animals, uh, set up, you know, at the different, uh, distances. And we go up, oh, what we call the lower part. Um, we do 14 targets. You shoot, uh, two arrows at each target. No, so, you no, know, one target, one arrow at each target. And then, uh, you, um, do the top level. So there's another 14. Up a little bit higher on the mountain.
1: Okay, so that would be more like practicing hunting skills. Is, uh, yes, sir. What that's that what it
2: is. You, okay. More or less, uh, each uh, spot is what they call the battles. It's in the battles, and okay. you might have a score of ten, and then eight, and then five. Well, how and did you get you started get with archery? Outside that battle, it would be five. But you know, if you missed, well, that's zero.
1: Yeah. How did you get started with archery, Wanda?
2: Well, uh, my husband died in November 2001 after we'd been married 43 and a half years. And about three months later, one of my sons uh, had bought himself a compound bow, and he knew that I had a recurve bow in a box under the bed that had been there for years. And uh, so he told me, said, well, get your bow out, and I'll buy you a new string, get you some arrows, and you can start doing 3D tournaments with me. I said, okay. So after about five tournaments, well, then he told me, he said, well, you can go now and do anything you want to. So I started doing, uh, the NFAA, uh, tournaments, uh, of what they call SIWAT. It's called Shoot Your Way Across Texas. <laughs> and so I was doing those and then I started doing tournaments, uh, through the USA Archery. And then they have what they call a TOTS down here. It's the Texas Outdoor Target Series. And it just kind of went from there. And like I said, I love archery and I love all the people that I've met and we have got some tremendous, uh, people who have put up the targets and, you know, have, uh, um, made it to where that we all can enjoy what we're doing. And out there in St. George, um, Ed and Joan Eliason have been in charge of the, archery and they are
1: ideal they are they, they are, are great, great human beings they are, they are. I, I,
2: you couldn't ask for better people
0: to <laughs> run those targets <laughs> no, no and, if, you're, if you're just joining us but, you're listening uh, to the active life on fox news am 1450 and uh, we're talking with wanda newsome down in texas who's an archer and it's uh, derek and jeff here in the studio uh wanda i have a question for you when, when okay. you come to the huntsman world senior games Archery is, of course, the competition is part of it, but it's not all of it. What are some of your favorite non-competition aspects of the Huntsman World Senior Games?
2: Well, I just uh, like the idea of meeting all the people and knowing all the sports and all. And I have several friends who do uh, other sports, like uh, one friend from Alaska, Diane Nollwinkle. She does cycling. And then uh, it's kind of odd, the shuttle driver, one of the... Uh, part-time shuttle drivers, Richard Isom, he lives there in St. George, and so, you know, uh, getting to know the people there, and then also uh, Kathy Wilson of SG Photos, Uh, she has become a real good friend, and uh, she's posted me on their computer a few times, so, uh, and then she always takes my picture, so uh, I enjoy, you know, just meeting everybody and Inside the convention center, well, you know, you get to meet lots of good people. And uh, knowing St. George, uh, it was like uh, if my kids would allow me to do it, I'd probably move there. uh,
0: (laughs) Just move here and bring them with you.
2: Since I was born and raised in Texas, well, (laughs) I guess that's where I'll be. And like the gentleman said, that he had four kids. I also have four children. and. My daughter was an only child for six and a half years, and then I had three boys and a back to back. And so I had two in diapers and on bottles for five years running. So I do know what the nighttime feedings are. (laughs) (laughs) So I guarantee you. I bet you can swap some great stories.
1: So, well, Wanda, I'm yeah, curious. I, uh, you've picked up archery in your senior years. You've been doing some field events with track and field, and uh, it's, you're really staying active. I want to know what have you learned. What are the most important things that uh, this has meant to you since you've started this?
2: Um, basically, whenever I first started, well, it was like you know, uh, I thought, well, I'll do a few of them and. I was always like at the point to where that I thought, well, maybe I can do it and maybe I can't. Well, after the first two or three times that I saw that I could, I thought, well, there's no reason to say I can't do it. And it's like on the running, um, I had quit running five or six years ago. I used to run all the time and with my kids while well, growing up, well, I tried to stay active. And so it's like, you know, after I became, a widow and by myself, and even though some of my kids live close by, and I also have seven grandkids, and it's just one of those things that you have to stay active. And um, I just, you know, believe that everybody should. Yeah. There's no reason not to.
1: I love that. That's an awesome and lesson that you can do it. That, uh, yeah.
2: There's no such word as can't. <laughs> it's, uh, like I said, you can't. There's no, Don't even put the word can't in your English language. (laughs) And uh, just, uh, you know, keep on doing no matter what. And I hope that I can be doing archery and track and field for another 20 years at least.
0: Well, we hope so, too. Have you had any injuries that have slowed you down over the years?
2: Uh, Yes, sir. (laughs) Well, it didn't really slow me down. I kept on doing it back in (laughs) 2015. I was doing the three D archery out there at Saint George and we were up on top of the mountain and whenever I went to um pull my bow back, somehow or another my left foot slipped on these rocks and I started falling and so I somehow or another managed not to damage my bow and I rolled about five times before I stopped and wow. uh, I, when I got up I had um my hand had been skint and so they said, well, you need to go to the doctor. I said, no. I said, wrap up that hand. I've got 14 more targets to go, and so, that was my bow hand. So they wrapped it up, and I um, finished my tournament. And So you're so, saying you,
0: you sacrificed the body for the bow.
2: That's right. And then, like I said, about two months later, then I found out that I had a torn metatarsal. So for about a year, uh, I put up with that, but it finally got healed. And so I, I never quit doing archery and never quit doing anything else. I just kind of, you know, wrapped my foot and went on. So,
0: so with adversity, your your solution is just work through the adversity. Any adversity that's coming along in your life, just keep working through it.
2: Yes, sir. Uh, if you got a problem, kind of sit down, and try to think about it and then get up and don't worry about it.
1: You know, Wanda that's uh it impresses me. You've uh You've taken up archery, and you've entered into track and field and started doing um, something that was a little bit outside of your comfort zone. Tell us a little bit about your experience in track and field and how you got into so many different events.
2: Well, uh, it was kind of odd where I wanted to throw a javelin, and this friend of mine, well, he was throwing, and so he bought me one. And so I started going with him to a couple of events. And then the next thing you knew, well, I saw a person doing the hammer. And I thought, well, I can do that because <laughs> all it is is a wire and a metal ball.
0: With a and huge so weight I on started it. I'm
2: doing that and I love to do it. But, uh, now here on some of the things, my score, my distance may not be all that great, but it's, you know, for me, it's just fine. And I don't have any place to practice. So basically, uh, archery competition and track and field competition, the day of my competition is my day of practice.
0: Wow. Because
2: there's no no place around here that I can do anything. On my archery, sometimes I shoot in the garage at, say, 10 feet, or else I'll set up a target in my hallway and shoot from my bedroom to my <laughs> bathroom door.
0: You're brave, because if I did that, I'd have holes feet. in my walls. Huh? I said, you're brave. If I did that, I'd have holes in my walls.
2: No, I don't have <laughs> any, thank God. <laughs> I won't say that, you know, it hadn't come close, but I kind of make sure that I put it around
0: to where nothing would touch it. So, Now, Wanda, we're, but, uh, we're running a little bit low on time, so I just want to ask you one more question. So, okay. So if somebody's sitting out there on the couch and they're thinking about competing or coming to the Huntsville World Senior Games, what would you tell them?
2: I would say to keep on going, and if you if you hurt, you get up, go to the doctor, find out what you can do, but then, like I said, don't let it bother you, because um, sometimes thinking about your sickness or your pain, it will get you down more than if you just get up and kind of push it.
0: Well, that that's great, and I have to tell you, Wanda, you've been a delight, as has your Texas drawl. It was all I could do to not pick it up.
2: Okay. And a lot of people tell me I talk like Loretta Lynn. I say, no, she's from Tennessee. I'm well,
0: from Texas. <laughs> of course, of course you don't sound like Loretta Lynn. Of course you, she, I mean, she's no. got a Tennessee drawl, not a Texas drawl. It's entirely <laughs> yeah. different. And I
2: live in Taylor, Texas,
0: and they call us the Taylor Ducks. The Taylor so. Ducks. There I am picking yeah. it up. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Wanda. You've been a delight.
2: Okay. And I hope that I can see y'all when I come out there to the games in October.
1: Well, we'll be here. I I appreciate all of
2: this today, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: Thank you, Wanda. Have a good day. All
2: right.
0: Well, that is about all the time we have for today. We'd like to thank Wanda for joining us. She's quite the the entertaining lady, isn't she? Yeah, I
1: like hearing her story, picking that up and running with it. It's
0: pretty amazing. Well, and we'd like to thank our audience for joining us, and you can join us each and every Thursday at 4.30 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life on Fox News, 1450 a.m. And uh, you can also listen to this show on our website, seniorgames.net, and some back ones as soon as we get them loaded, because we're having some issues with our new website. Derek, registration is now open and going strong. In fact, we have several events that are closed.
1: We do. Pickleball's full, shotgun's full, bowling's full, and then some of the team sports like volleyball and softball are full. But teams. We, just the teams. We're still taking the athletes on the softball and volleyball teams. So
0: so now is the time in. to register because starting next week, the price goes up $20. Go to www.seniorgames.net and click on register. We'd love to see you there. If you have any comments or feedback about our show, we'd love to hear from you. Just send an email to activelife at seniorgames.net and give us your feedback. And now, Derek... Our quote from the day comes from Helen Keller. The quote is Optimism is the faith that leads to achievement. Nothing can be done without hope and confidence. That's great. I like that. So thanks for joining us, and everyone else, stay active.